there are two types of people in the world. Those who categorize things into two types and those who don't. You got to ask yourself, which one are you? You're listening to Braving Bad Bosses with Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, where we discuss how to survive a bad boss and not be one. All right, Jeff. So the first chapter in your book is management versus leadership. And when I first opened the book and started reading through that, I instantly thought throughout my career, I have attended lots of management workshops. Yeah. And I would say 80% of them had some discussion about the difference between management and leadership. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you decide to start your book off with that discussion? I really have no idea. It just seemed like a good thing to do. No, actually, I think what happened was I had just had a big debate in my office with someone about that topic. And I was like, and he didn't back down. And I was, I was, that was cool because I was kind of on this kick that said this. Um, I think people get hung up on the terms and they end up, uh, they end up not leading well because of getting hung, hung up on the terms. So let me just explain. Sure. Um, so I, I've met people who are at a low enough level where they hear the word leadership and they say, leading, that's not for me, that's for them, that's for the executives. They're supposed to lead us. I'm just a manager. I'm just a supervisor. Okay. And so they, they, don't, they don't read leadership books. They don't think about leadership. They just think, I'm just a manager. Yeah. And they just they kind of like put it on a, what do you call it? They put it on a, like a hierarchy of okay. importance. And that, that don't, I, don't think that's good. I don't think that's wise. The, the other Almost thing a little victim-like, like, that, it, like lack of ownership, lack of agency. Lack of ownership. It's leading is for someone else. Okay. Man, managing is what I do because I have these five guys pushing brooms, and that's all I do. Um, then I've seen, other, I've seen leaders take just the opposite, where leaders feel like managing is beneath them. Okay. And so they, they say, well, I'm a leader, and so I need, um, you, you guys need to get stuff done. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't get my hands dirty. I'm a leader. Okay. And so that, that causes me problems, too. And so I don't like to see people create a hierarchy of leader, manager, supervisor, individual contributor, sure. top to bottom. <clears throat> so it just, we, we debated it, and, and we had a vigorous debate, and this guy in my office was like, no, there's absolutely something different yeah. between managing and leading. And yeah. he's a military guy. Okay. And we just, we kind of went around and around. I said, no, I think there's two types of leaders. Everyone's a leader who has direct reports. Anyone sure. who manages has direct responsibility sure. for some other people, for other people on their team. Yeah. They are a leader. Yeah. And I told them, I said, there are two types of leaders. Yeah. Good leaders and bad leaders. <laughs> That's really it. And how do you know a good leader? Because that good leader does stuff yeah. that, that the people need that him, him or her to do. So thinking through this, doesn't it make sense that there are leadership functions where it is more vision and planning and more management functions, execution, getting things done, and even more supervisory functions just to make sure the trains are running on time, that the higher you go within an organization, the more those responsibilities shift to where you spend more of your time planning and organizing less time of the actual doing. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think, I think you know, the higher you are in the organization, the percentage of time spent doing different things certainly changes. The level of complexity changes, right? But, but you know, we, when we, you know, when we looked at this thing of leadership, we we started to realize that almost at any level, some of the same things are required. And, and like I said, the complexity is different, and how much time you spend is different. But our people still need the same things, whether they're vice presidents. Or whether they're front, you know, hourly workers, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And we're going to get into a lot of those things. And, and this initial podcast episode is really kind of a little different because it's it's less about t- 
tips and more about the, having this little debate to make sure. sure make sure that people see themselves as leaders of people, even if they're first line, second line managers. Kim. I don't I don't want people to worry about um, or tune out this idea of leadership because they're not at a certain level yet. Yeah. Leadership is required at all levels. It, leadership is required at all levels. Is it is it fair to say though that leadership at entry level is ten percent of the job? And at the CEO level, it's 90% of the job. And so that it's a gradual shift to more and more of the job the higher up you go within the organization. Well, again, what, what do you mean by leadership? That's, I guess that's what we need to unpack. Yeah. You know, because that, that's the, the stereotype that, that some people have is the word leader means like to be inspiring or visionary, you know, to work on strategy all day at my desk. Yeah. You know, that's leadership. And what I'm saying is I don't think that's really leadership. Okay. You know, I think... I think um, I think you. I think you need to be doing strategy and planning at all levels. Yep. Uh, obviously, if I'm a CEO, it's going to be a much more complicated plan sure. than if I'm, a, you know, a, ma- a first line manager. But the bottom line is a plan needs to be created. Yep. And and my people need to have some input into that plan, right? So, um, I don't know if there's a. You know, I like I said, I don't. I don't like to say. I don't like to put a percentages on leading versus managing. And so one of the things I think uh, one way to look at it is that leadership, good lead, being a good leader, let's just use that word. Being a good leader requires managing. It, re- it requires doing things on a, that would people would people would call managing um, and managing needs needs what I would call leadership. You need to be doing you need to be leading as a manager as well. So, you know, we don't need to kind of belabor the point, but I think there's a there's a couple of, of mindset things just to think about that. Is it is it fair to say that it's it, and you know so there's this whole notion of you really can't multitask so you know you can't uh, read emails and calculate <laughs> in a spreadsheet at the same time you know being able to do that but if I understand what you're saying correctly sometimes we've extended that too far along the line of saying I'm either leading or I'm managing and so much there's so much overlap between the two that really you can do both at the same time and so while you're giving feedback to somebody about how they could do their job better, which is more of a managerial function, you can make sure that that's in alignment with the plan and the strategy, which is more of a leadership function. So it's not that you have to give up one to be with the other. Yeah, I, I would, and this is a, it's a really good point, but I, I'm, I take issue with trying to, to, to label providing feedback on performance as managing and working on planning and strategy as leading. And okay. that's what I want to just challenge you on. And, and so... Because I don't feel like that is really a relevant distinction. Sure. Um, leading is giving feedback when it needs to be given. Sure. That's being a leader. Yeah. You know, so, so it might, it, you know, a lot of people may see this as semantics. But, right. But in my world, there's a, there's a lot of information out there on, on what it means to be a good leader. There's a yeah. lot of great leadership podcasts. There's a lot of whatever. And I think that, that people at any level should say, I'm a leader. Yeah. You know, whether you lead your own family and you got nobody else, um, you know, no, nobody directly reporting to you at work, you're still a leader. Sure. Use that word. Embrace that word. Yeah. Don't get hung up on, well, I'm not at a certain level. I'm not really supposed to lead my people. I'm just a manager. Yeah. Never. We, we want to not do that. We want to be thinking ourse- of ourselves as leaders at all levels, in, including ourselves, yeah. which is interesting because I, I, I did a workshop one time and I asked for a show of hands, how many people in the room consider yourself a leader? Yeah. And, you know, I had a few hands go up and I said, okay, let me ask the question differently. How many of you have people reporting to you? Raise your hand. And, and a lot more hands went yeah. up. And so people didn't see themselves as a leader. They just, they yeah. just have people reporting to me. You know, I'm, that's, all, that's all I do. And then, I, so there were still people who didn't have their hands up. And I said, okay, um, 
many of you still don't have your hands up. How many of you um, are a, a, a mom or a dad? Raise your hand. And a bunch of more hands went yeah. up. Some of them didn't. Okay, so some of you still don't have your hands. How many of you are older brothers or sisters? A few more hands went up. And there's still a few people there that were had no none of that. Sure. Like they're an only child. Yeah. They've got no kids. They're not married. They got nobody working for them, and they they just like see I'm I'm not a leader. I'm just yeah. I mean, and I said, oh really? Okay, so when a when a person let's say a person passes away, what do we say about about them? We say what kind of life did they lead? Lead exactly. And and so what what are we leading? We're actually we're leading our own life. We're leading our leading our own life. Even if we have no one else depending on us, we are still leading our own life. And I like to t- I like to say think of it like you're leading your future self. Yeah. If nothing else, you're leading your future self. Yeah. So we all should be I think embracing this idea that leadership means, you know, you know, having the right mindset and doing certain things that are needed by the people who depend on us. And not worry about, well, that's I'll do that when I'm at another level. Yeah. So it 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 really is more of don't make too much of a distinction between the two and realize you've got agency and ownership in some aspect of your life and the more you flex that agency the stronger the leader you can be and while the labels there's a certain element of don't worry too much about the labels but there's also an element of embrace the label of leader like like so you know i do a lot of running and it and it wasn't do you you really and and much understatement of the century so 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 Yeah. Um, Anyone who runs like a hundred miles on a weekend in the rain and sleet, yeah, that you need to get your head examined. But I I started doing that much later in my life. (laughs) Okay, and the call myself an athlete took a really long time for me to feel comfortable with that label. Yeah, but in the same way you work through, well, you're a leader of your own life. Yeah, it was kind of some friends of mine that kind of walked through that to be like, no, dude, you are an athlete. You're an athlete, right? And, and so, how did that how did that change your mindset? Well, so it, it gives you a certain amount of confidence on it, and I think that's hmm. certainly that same thing with that leader about just saying it. Now, whether you say that out loud and brag like I do, or whether you just kind of embrace it internally as to a label that you define for yourself, I think it can give you a certain amount of strength to be able to say, hey, I can influence this. And as you were talking through, you know, well, are you a leader or not? What really hit me there, do you ever need anybody to do something you'd like them to do? So, you know, yeah. would you yeah. like a coffee at Starbucks? You know, yeah. asking that person. Now, the likelihood is you're going to get what you asked right. for because right. that's the setup on it. Right. But anytime you're asking somebody else to do something right. for you, you are leading. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you can be leading your, your boss as well. Right. You know, we, we, that's a very popular concept um, right now that sometimes we need to do that. Yeah. Leading up and leading down is equally important. Right. Um, but I really like that. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I want to reinforce that point that you made is, you know, cause it, I think it's a mindset shift when, when, when your friends finally, you know, looked at you and looked, looked at your behavior and your lifestyle and what you were doing. And they said, no, you're an athlete. Right. It, it, it does. It changes you. It changes your perspective. You, you start to think, okay, yeah, I can do this. Right. I'm a, I'm a, you start to di- identify that as part of your identity. Right. And, I th- you know, kind of translating that back to leadership, I think if you get a, le- a mindset that says, I'm a leader, yeah. doggone it, I'm a leader, and that means I, people, are, people are depending on me and they expect me to, to, to have a certain character level, a certain 
you know, uh, commitment to doing things I don't feel like doing. I mean, those are the kinds of things. I think you carry yourself differently. Yeah. Just like you do as you, right. you know, as you limp away from your 100-mile. So, so I, I really think when we think about it, this whole season is about breaking the cycle right. and what you can do. And I think one of them is just accept the label very willingly of yeah. I'm a leader. Yeah. Um, now, you had you'd thrown this phrase out very early on in the conversation, and I wanted to go back to it, about there's two types of leaders, good and bad <laughs> leaders. Yeah. That's, that's a yeah, oversimplification. Oversimplification. But what defines the difference between the two to you? Is this your big butt? No. Oh, this is a, it's kind of, you've been doing the big butt all along right, right. on this episode. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I forgot your question. What was I supposed to be answering? What's the difference between good and bad leadership? Oh, it was a softball. Simple. It's yeah. super simple. It's super, super simple. Wait, let me write this down. Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll speak slowly and use as small words as I can. So, no. It, you know what? It is. I'm going to oversimplify it. But in today's world of complexity, we need to, we, sometimes we just need clarity, right? And, and in my opinion, the difference between good, man, good, good leaders and bad leaders Good leaders actually do stuff. Good yep. lead, and I, I always say this, I'll probably say it a hundred times, is lead is an action verb. It is not something you are. A leader is not something you are, it's something you do. Sure. And so, and so a, you can tell a good leader by looking at their calendar and by looking at where they spend their time and their effort by looking at their calendar. So a leader who, who, puts, thing, who puts his people first or her people first, who, who has evidence of that, in the calendar that shows coaching sessions and time spent planning and prioritizing and dealing with things and getting in the middle of conflicts that are popped up and not ignoring them, uh, spending time on development plans and helping people to grow and get better, dealing with performance, con- confronting poor performance, praising positive. If you don't see those things going on um, in your own group or in your even like as evidence in your calendar, you're probably not leading. That to me is the evidence of it. You occupy a box on an org chart, but you're not doing the things of leadership. And to me, that's what that's really distinguishes between a good manager and just one who's pretending to be one. Just thinking back, using that criteria back on all the bosses we talked about in season one and yeah. two, how many of them do you think would self-identify themselves as bad bosses? I don't. Oh man, you know, I don't. I don't really know because there's a there's a couple of different types of. of of leaders in the world, those who are aware, and I mentioned this in the book, those who are aware but don't care. Yeah. And there are those who are unaware. So there are those who, who think they're aware or think they're a good leader but have no idea that what the way they're leading or the way they're operating is not really leading. Yeah. And so they're kind of ignorant about it. Right. So they're totally unaware. Unfortunately, there's a group of them that are actually aware of what needs to be done and just don't care. They don't give yeah. a crap. They're just, they're all about their own careers. They're, they're so focused on their own their own stuff that they... They just see it and they don't do it anyway. Yeah. And and there's a couple other types of leaders I would classify as well. But uh, I don't know about you, but I put myself in that second category. Um, no, I put myself in the first category for, for a long time. Like right. I, I thought I was a good leader, but right. I didn't really know what leading was, what it looked right. like. And then um, I transitioned from being unaware to becoming aware and then having just good intentions. Like yeah. I see it. I know I should be doing it. I know my people need this, but I still struggle with putting, you know, putting the time into it. Yeah. I don't know where where, where where would you put yourself on? Well, so I, well, here's where Todd's big butt comes in because oh, okay. um, Here we go. I, I don't think I don't think you can classify leaders themselves as good or bad. Oh. Um, and I have much more of the Western unforgiven uh, <laughs> principle about leadership. Okay, which in, is in that the good guys do bad things, and okay. the bad guys That's do good. good things. Okay. And and I think 
even the examples we gave of bosses who were really bad, yeah. and even the, the extreme psychopaths, there were times when they provided good feedback to their people. There were times when they gave the people the resources they needed to get the job done. And I think it's important as a leader not to necessarily cluster myself into one of those categories, mm -hmm. but to look at each next moment and say, what can I do to help my people succeed today? Okay. What can I do to help okay. my people succeed tomorrow? And okay. so not to say good, bad bosses, but to say, what what's a good behavior here that shows good leadership? Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. I mean, when we say good boss versus bad boss, we're not saying perfect boss. And, and we'll never be perfect bosses. Yeah. Um, we, we if anyone listening, and I know you and I would both agree, we have blind spots. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, instead of being a well-rounded boss, we have nice flat spots on our well-roundedness sure. um, that, we, that we're working on, sure. right, that we're, we're trying to be aware of, that we forget about, and then we screw up and we ignore things we shouldn't be ignoring. So right. not to say that, that a good boss does everything perfectly and is always consistent. I would say a good boss, though, is one that at least acknowledges what's, what is needed, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis sure. and makes an effort to get better and to do those things and doesn't ignore them for months on end right. and then call himself a boss. Yep. So I totally agree. We're not talking about being perfect. We're talking about getting better and putting, you know, kind of putting one foot in front of the other. Yep. All right. There's Hell's Bells. Oh, S same, okay. same rules apply for this uh, third oh, okay. season. We've got to keep it tight. All right. All right, so um, normally what we'll do is we'll try to give a couple practical tips. So do, what do you think? You got any practical tips coming, uh, coming to mind on, on this topic? I, I, I think the, the genuine aha for me coming out of this conversation is identify yourself as a leader. And, and that yeah. doesn't matter whether you have people reporting to you or not, but just add that label yeah. to your arsenal. And whether you say that out loud to other people or not, view yourself as a leader and that somebody that impacts or influences others. Yeah, even if it's just yourself. Right. I mean, if you really think about it, if, if, you, if you think about the fact that the decisions I make that today um, affect my future self, right. either my health, my relationships, whatever, right. it does sort of change things, right? It puts yep. it in perspective. It's not all about you right. or me. It's about my people. Yep. And, and, um, and so, yeah, I would, I would agree with that practical tip. Start calling yourself a leader. Yep. It, you know, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a leader, doggone it, and I need to be acting like, what should I do today? Yeah in that role as leader yeah. that, that I didn't do yesterday. Right. That's how I'd probably live it. <laughs>